Next on BYU Sports Nation, Taysom Hill's backup role in the BYU offense. Huh? Nonsense! But now I have your attention. Cougar Camp All Access goes two-on-one with quarterback coach Jason Beck and cornerback Michael Davis. Plus, BYU listed as a potential playoff buster and Harvey Unga's wild ride back to the NFL. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. You ready to go? Yes. BYU Sports Nation back to work on a Monday. We are live on your radio, TV, and other media machines presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. August 18th. Woo! One day closer to football. I am Spencer BYU Linton. BYU plays next week! They play a football game next week. <laughs> yes. As I, I was saying, wait. my name is Spencer Linton. I am teamed up with the Blockies men's volleyball play-by-play voice of the year, Jerem Jordan. I appreciated that nod by off the block two years ago. Why did I not get the last year? Question mark. Or should I call they you didn't do it. Jerome Jordan? Yeah, that's kind of taken a life of its own. Uh, had had someone inside the BYU football office apologize to me. I was like, apologize? Who cares? Like, <laughs> Seriously? I, one someone apologized to my, you? Yeah, one of my best friends calls me Jerome exclusively. But it was really funny after Friday scrimmage on the field, how many people came up to me and said, hey, Jerome. <laughs> I was like, hey, what's up? Call me Jerome if you want. I think, I think Jerome, uh, yeah, has a, there's an alter ego there. That to, Whoever Jerome is, like on Twitter, it like starts – Started this conversation. It was really funny. Yeah, is it B low to Brian Logan? He's six Jerome seven to Jerem Jordan. Yeah, he's six seven. Went to Lone Peak. <laughs> is is a hoopster. You know, and definitely not me. Look at me. Is Jerome the kid that was wearing his hat sideways that you posted on Instagram? Yes. Okay. Me and my friend Nick Bailey. <laughs> when I was twelve. Wherever and TBT. however. Yes. Wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. Join our conversation twenty four seven using the hashtag BYUSN. And start with today's Twitter question, which is all about knee-jerk reaction. How much stock do you put into Taysom Hill's Friday performance? (sighs) Use the hashtag BYUSN. First tweet coming in at JMMatson32. Come on, guys. We're talking about something akin to a practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Practice. Thank you, Amen, Alan Brian. We'll break that down in a second. BYU Sports Nation simulcast and beautiful radio vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout on this Monday. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Uh, benching Taysom? We were too sloppy offensively. Uh, you know, I was disappointed in uh, the way that uh, we played as a whole, but um, I wasn't as sharp as I needed to be. Taysom Hill was voice, terrible man. on Friday night. He's not ready for Connecticut. What is Put that in Christian Stewart. Hill was only 9 for 18. Okay, wait. Just stop it. Stop. Now cue rational thinking. I can't get over that voice. Benching. <laughs> Taysom? Taysom? <laughs> it all goes back to Charlie. From, it's always sunny. It's always that voice. Uh, I don't know. I played on Friday. Listen. Taysom Hill, yes, 9 for 18, 89 yards, a touchdown, an interception. Christian Stewart had better numbers than Taysom Hill on Friday night. 11 of 16, 128. He had a rush touchdown and also threw an interception. Did Taysom have a bad practice? Yes. Are good players sometimes going to have bad practices? Yes. Do you think Michael Jordan shot 50% plus every practice? But, Spencer, it was a scrimmage. 
in the stadium on a Friday night. That's why a lot of people are wigging out because yeah. it was public. Because it is, was public. Is that practice weighed more heavily than the others? Yes. Yes, it was. Because it was a scrimmage. That was where you figure out what you want. Guess what? Nothing Taysom Hill will do in fall camp will change the fact that he's the starting quarterback. Period. If he was if he was like 0 for 50 in every practice, now that's different. You may pull a scholarship in a matter of three weeks. But that didn't and doesn't happen. Christian Stewart is a good backup. I'm very confident in him. Because Christian Stewart had one good scrimmage and Taysom didn't, that juxtaposition, does not mean that BYU should consider starting Christian Stewart against Connecticut. That kind of thought is very irrational and knee-jerk. Be careful at knee-jerk reactions. If you live your life this way, I think it's very dangerous. (laughs) A young man at BYU is dating X-girl, and he sees Y-girl, and then leaves X-girl for Y-girl just because of one bad date or something? That's dangerous. I understand football is not dating, but the point is, don't be knee-jerk. I'm going to channel my inner Jerome Jordan right here. Mm. I'm interested to see what happens here. Anything in fall camp, bring it on back. Taysom has announced he's... 20 for 20 with eight touchdowns, <laughs> no interceptions. He's going to win the Heisman Trophy. Okay, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. It's, we're talking about practice. And then he was 9 for 18, 89 yards, didn't have a great scrimmage. Okay, now let's, let's, let's bring it back to the middle. What, okay? did we, what did we say at the very beginning of fall camp? Beware the fall camp MVP. Just like, and just be careful. Anything great, terrible, just pull it back. Regression to the mean is the stats phrase. Things regress to the mean. Who is Taysom Hill? Based on what we've seen, being at every single stinking second of media availability and interviews and talking to him on and off camera, is that he is an improved quarterback passing the ball. We did not see that Friday. In fact, it was bad. He was bad. It was one practice, people. It was one practice. I have not lost faith in number four. I think he's going to be better this year. I watched the Houston game. On Saturday, just to reinforce. Oh, wait, Taysom started an actual Division One game last year and, and dominated? Yeah. Oh. he was. I mean, yeah, he had his moments, good and bad. But I'm telling you, he's going to be a better quarterback. We don't actually know whether he's going to be great or terrible. But guess what? He's an elite runner that can be a very good passer. That's who he is. Given what we've heard from Robert and I and quarterbacks coach Jason Beck, who we'll hear from in just a moment, Taysom Hill has shown great improvement. It's the body of work. You cannot judge somebody on one performance. Tom Hanks, as great as he was in Saving Private Ryan and a billion other movies, he has a Joe versus the Volcano moment every once in a while. Hey, I like that movie. You did not. <laughs> I did like that movie. He has a Joe versus the Volcano moment every once in a while. Okay, but that doesn't mean he's a terrible actor because he was in a bomb of a movie. A bunch of people right now are like, wait, what's Joe versus the Volcano? Go watch it. <laughs> I'm just saying the body of work is what matters most. Yes. Taysom Hill's the starting quarterback at BYU. And a lot of questions came out of Friday's camp for some reason about uh, Taysom Hill and the UConn game. Taysom Hill's playing and starting in the UConn game. And the, I, listen, Christian Stewart, I like Christian Stewart. Uh, I like the way he's playing. I like him as a person after talking to him. For the first time, he's uh, had a great a week fall camp. Ago. I like that he wants to be at BYU. He's a senior. He understands it's Taysom's team. But if there's an opportunity, I'm confident in his ability to come in and play effectively, which way is glorious. More, way more yes. than the past couple years. It's fantastic to with have any that. backup. Jason Beck was the backup to John Beck, and he was a formidable backup. Say the say their names correctly. Jason Beck. Joe. And, oh, sorry. Joe, Joe and Beck ja. and Jaw. That's how we know them. 
Okay, Jabek is now the quarterback's coach at BYU and is in the inner circle with Taysom. He spoke at length with us after the, the practice, and uh, here's what he had to say about Taysom's performance. You know, he's played well. He's been sharp. Uh, today was probably one of his worst uh, practices um, overall, and so, but he's been really sharp, um, and we're excited to get playing. Our full two-on-one interview with the BYU quarterback's coach, Jason Beck, coming up in about 10 minutes. He gets it. It was a bad practice. But is he running for the gates like, oh, no, Taysom Hill is, we need to put in Christian Stewart. Or there should be, there should be a competition. No, there shouldn't. <laughs> there, there has not. Christian Stewart, I, I want to say something here. Christian Stewart has not run with the ones in fall camp. Taysom Hill has. He's the starter. But wait, Jeremy, I've, I've seen him out there with some guys that are starters and stuff. BYU does not have a third-string quarterback right now. They've kind of penciled in McCoy Hill. Hunter Moore, I believe, is a walk-on. Uh, Hayden Griffiths is kind of the scout squad guy. BYU has two quarterbacks for the 2014 season. And all of those reps are going to those two guys. So any perception that Christian Stewart's getting more reps or that it's odd or unprecedented or whatever, it's just not true. Christian Stewart is the backup and getting a ton of reps where you would have had a third or maybe fourth string in the past. Could Christian Stewart start at a number of other Division I football programs? Yes. And surprisingly out of snow, he didn't get love. He didn't get a single D1 off for some reason despite killing it. So BYU is, I think, lucky to have him. He's Taysom Hill light. He's not built the same. Who is built like Taysom Hill? Nobody. Taysom no. Hill it looks like Captain America, okay? <laughs> like, there's not that many people that look Chris like Evans Captain America. Yes. Taysom Hill looks like Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of these days we need to do the BYU football movie, Who Would Play Who? Chris Evans would play uh, Taysom Hill. We're watching Taysom a lot, and he's improved. We get to watch him a lot more than most people. We've seen more good than bad. Not perfect, but he's been good. And again, as Jeremy was saying, we're not sure until the actual games are played, but we can and go several off, of them. We go off the body of work, and thus far, we feel confident that Taysom Hill is in a good place. Listen, the quarterbacks have a specific number that they want to hit in completion percentage, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of hey, the day. I saw you dance with Brian last time. How can you, you dance with me? With yeah, Jeremy. I don't really know it. I don't have the move. Mm, mm, mm. Something yep. like that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm from West Jordan. What's up? 68. Christian Stewart's completion percentage from Friday scrimmage, 11 of 16. 68. That's BYU's stated goal. So that's where they want to be. Taysom Hill, 50% on Friday. Oh. Un- unacceptable. Start Christian Stewart. 68% in the scrimmage. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm happy that Christian Stewart is there if something happens to Taysom. BYU got lucky he didn't get hurt last year. The way he plays, the like... He, he's not as reckless as he used to be, but he just rushes a lot. Yeah. Let, I'm glad that Taysom Hill didn't get hurt. And let's clarify this. Jeremy and I, in all seriousness, really like Christian Stewart. He's a good quarterback. I only want him dude. to play in the fourth quarter in mop-up time, though, because I want Taysom Hill to be chucking eight touchdowns a game. Can Christian Whoa, Stewart win BYU touchdowns. some games? Yes. He's, he's good enough to win them some games. But Taysom Hill is the starter. The end. One bad practice <laughs> does not determine this. Okay. Our Twitter question today. Going off of this <laughs> entire discussion. Yes, yes, yes. Pressure's off. Okay. <laughs> How much stock do you put into Taysom Hill's Friday scrimmage performance? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. Is that a, is that a modem? At Kurtz 91 There were a few dropped balls, and then again, he was going against our defense. 100% faith in Taysom. At that brings up we, a great point. Yes. 
At what point do we give the defense some credit? And I don't know the answer to this question. What do you want more in fall camp? The offense to be like if if only one side if one side wins, which side do you want? Offense. Oh. What if BYU has a great defense and they just shut down BYU's offense? I don't know. I don't know. Let's play UConn and then see. Yes. And I do rock the Y. Taysom was drilling golf carts at the Manning camp. They nominated him for the Manning watch list. He will be great in all caps. <laughs> There's nothing better to me golf carts. than texting in full caps, no punctuation. It changes the tone. Try it today with somebody. He will be great. <laughs> At Johnny B underscore 56. Not much. Chill out, people. It's fall camp. Yes, I give that the stamp of approval. Johnny B. Give it one or two games for the offense and Taysom Hill to start clicking. Calm down, you haters. Hate the haters. At Laser Sheep. I didn't see the scrimmage Friday, but Taysom is going to start if healthy. Let's not play the Heaps Nelson game. Two starters? No. No, no we're no, not no, even no. close not, to it's that. It's not even close to that. No, no. And by the way, two starters never works. Never. Ever. When have you seen it one time that it's worked at any Division One program? And don't say Florida because Tim Tebow was like he was a not goal a dual specialist. Yes, exactly. Also trending in BYU Sports Nation, Harvey Unga. Great yeah. story. Yeah. A member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shout out to Harvey uh, for uh, making it back to the NFL. What it took for him to just get to the tryout, we're going to tell you later. It was amazing. Just, like physically, the planes that he had to take and all that. Uh, BYU, by the way, named the ninth most likely team in FBS to go undefeated. Stop it. Who wrote that article? Was somebody wearing Espen. the blue goggles? Espen. And of the five non P fives, they were named one blue goggle, <laughs> blue goggle blue goggle to ESPN. Blue goggle yes, and Jacob Brugman, did you hear this? He's playing with the Stockton Ports minor league baseball, Oakland A's affiliate. Hit nine home runs in a nine game span, multiple Pretty home awesome. run games a couple of times. Yeah, that's now great. He's, he's tearing it up. He's been promoted. Zach Bayrudi, our, our buddy, friend of the program, yeah, who does Pacific Men's Basketball, also does play by play for the well, Stockton let's talk Ports. To Zachary. Yeah, Jacob Brugman. Deep and out of here. I probably does it better than that, though. Up next on BYU Sports <laughs> Nation, quarterbacks coach Jason Beck. Is he really worried about Taysom Hill? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, we are live on a Monday from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. I just convinced my sister Lindsay to join the Twitter machine. She says, I have oh, no nice. idea how to use it, so I need you to tutor me, and that I will do. Jump on that. We want everyone to get in- involved. 11 days from now, Friday, August 29th, <gasps> BYU and the University of UConn. Just kidding. One t- one <laughs> the t- University of University of Connecticut. One time a BYU athlete. Uh, named Jimmer Fredette. One time said BYU University on accident. I thought that was very funny. Six East, six Eastern time. <laughs> Countdown to kickoff. Live from Provo. You'll be in East Hartford. We'll break it down and get you ready. That's six Eastern, August 29th, uh, 11 days from now. Did Jimmer's Jimmer, in Hawaii vacationing right yeah. now. Yeah. Did Jimmer is, say BYU University on air somewhere? We re- well, we recorded a thing like, what do you, uh, you know, what do you want for Christmas or Whatever, you know, for True Blue. And he said, <laughs> BYU University on accident. Oh, that is thought, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you bring that up with him after the fact? No. Okay. Because he's Jimmer, right? I could have brought it up with him. Yeah, okay. I think we should tease him about that next time we well, talk that's, to him. Well, that's like when people say NFL football. NFL football. It's like NF- National Football League football. I know there are various kinds of football. Didn't the NBA do a series of commercials? NBA basketball. It's fantastic. Yeah. As opposed to FIBA basketball? Like, who cares? <laughs> Is there a team in Mexico, a league in Mexico or something? 
Our Twitter question today, all about the scrimmage on Friday night, specifically about Taysom Hill. How much stock do you put into Taysom Hill's Friday performance at Derek Scherer? From Connecticut. We all get it's only a scrimmage, but it was against a really good defense, so accuracy and consistency can't be entirely ignored. Isn't it weird that you just play yourself forever, and then all of a sudden you play someone else? Like, just the concept of, we have no idea what is going to do against an opposing defense. I'll tell you what, though. I think BYU's defense is better than Connecticut. Let's sure hope so. You can hope, right? 68% is where they want to be. That's a good goal. If Taysom's actually 68%, look out. If Taysom's over 60% for the entire season. Uh, I'm happy 60-plus. Me too. 63 or 4, awesome. Yes, absolutely. We also uh, were discussing movie actors and performers if, if they were to if play BYU different football, BYU football movie, players. Who yes. would the actors be? Uh, at Jane Devine, 93. I want to spend a whole day talking about it. <laughs> I would obviously see that movie. I'm sure Will Smith would be playing Jay Swagnetti, Jamal Williams. Okay, <laughs> so we have Chris Evans playing Taysom Hill, Captain, Captain America, yeah, yeah. and Will Smith, Will Smith playing, playing Jamal. Jamal. Okay. I like it. I liked it. Okay, here's the next challenge. Hashtag BYU Sin. Who would, who would be Bronco? Who plays Bronco Here, here's, Mendenhall? Here's, I'm going to throw this out there. Robert Redford. <laughs> In his can prime? He, can he the be, natural Robert Redford? The Butch Cassidy Robert the Redford. The Butch Cassidy Robert yeah. Redford. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Hashtag BYUSN. Keep him coming. Let's go. Who plays Guy Holiday? Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep him coming using the hashtag BYUSN. We just want you to tweet about whatever the heck you want to tweet about. It's all good. Who who would play Spencer Linton? Okay. And Brian Logan. Oh, okay. And Jerry Jordan. You're looking at. Narrated by Morgan Freeman. Oh of course. my goodness. It's getting out of control now. Yeah, we don't have time. You're right. Okay. Right. Let, let's keep this thing rolling. Cougar Camp All Access <laughs> now. After Friday scrimmage with BYU quarterbacks coach Jason Beck. We are getting you ready for the BYU football season with insider access to Ball Camp. This is Cougar Camp. All access on BYU Sports Nation. Here with BYU quarterbacks coach Jason Beck. Let's start with the hard-hitting question first. What was your initial reaction to being called out for the Ice Bucket Challenge by BYU Sports Nation? Hey, we're excited. Looking forward to it tomorrow. We just got to figure out who we're going to call out. So we're going to strategize about that in the morning and and get ready for it. You're going to strategize? Yes. (laughs) Did you expect to be called out by somebody at some point with the Ice Bucket Challenge? You know, I hadn't really heard of it until Bronco did it. Um, but I really didn't think too much about it, so just came as a surprise, I guess. Last public scrimmage, uh, you invited everyone out on, a, on a Friday night. Good turnout. You're obviously keying in on the quarterbacks. How did you feel that Taysom and Christian performed? You know, I thought they started well. I thought we kind of got into a lull and we had a hard time snapping out of it. Um, so overall, you know, over disappointed in our performance and, and how we played. Um, got two weeks, so just looking forward to the opportunity to get back to work and get ready for UConn. How much do you actually gauge uh, success or not from something like this where it isn't exactly 100% full speed? Um, you want to make sure we're being sharp in our reads and our decision-making. And so at the quarterback spot, that's pretty easy to see, you know, how, what kind of decisions they're making and what their timing is. And so um, it's a, lots of good feedback for us. Obviously, Taysom is the guy for you guys this year and the returning starter. But Christian has performed admirably well in fall camp. What does that do for you as a quarterback coach as at least peace of mind knowing that you have a backup that's, that's capable? Yeah, Stu's had a great fall camp. Um, 
played well every day, continues to get better. And so, yeah, it's a lot of confidence in him. If his number's called, he'll jump in there, run the show, and play well. And so, yeah, we're, we're in a great spot with two really good players. What's been the most asked question you've had during fall camp? Uh, just, you know, how's Taysom's, you know, completion percentage? You know, is he looking better throwing the ball? That kind of stuff. And uh, what's the answer? Uh, he's, you know, he's played well. He's been sharp. Uh, today was probably one of his worst uh, practices um, overall. and so, But he's been really sharp, um, and we're excited to get playing. When you look at, when you're trying to gauge an entire fall camp with a player like Taysom Hill, how much can he really grow in a four-week period? You know, quite a bit. We just focus on doing one to two things each day a little better. And so over the course of, you know, those four weeks, if you accomplish that, that's a lot of things. And so uh, we feel good about where we're at, um, but we need these two weeks to get prepared and, and to get better for UConn. Do you work on his ability to rush the ball at all, or is that just a giant check mark? Uh, that's just a check mark. We don't worry yeah. about that. Uh, we put more emphasis on sliding and getting out of bounds. And how is he living up to that? Is, is he sliding adequately for you guys? Well, in, in practice, we don't you know, push that too much. That's more a thing we just review in film as we're going through it. And so, um, you know, he's done a fairly good job protecting himself um, and just looking to do better this next year to avoid unnecessary hits. How much last year was uh, Taysom trying to make a play out of nothing when the pocket collapsed versus maybe, hey, you should stand there a little longer? A uh, little of both. I mean, we'd call a decent amount of QB runs. Um, you know, we'd design some things for a pass, then run option. Um, and then, you know, a few times you take off scrambling. So as the offense develops, there'll probably be less of those, and he'll, we'll be able to throw it on time and get the ball out um, and, and see him run a little less. But it's such a huge strength. I mean, we're always going to utilize it and, and have it be a big weapon. Steve Young told us on BYU Sports Nation he, he doesn't want Taysom to get any bigger because he's like, he looks like a safety. Is he where you want him to be physically entering the season? You know, it, part of it's just his body type. I mean, he's just naturally a big, strong kid. And so, you know, he, he works in the weight room, and we do a lot of uh, focus on QB-specific training for him. And so he's in a great spot right now, good flexibility, um, and throwing the ball well. So uh, he's, he's at a great weight right now and, and strong and durable for this season. Do you have more confidence in the offensive line going into this season? We do, yeah. Those guys have been working hard. A lot of them got experience this past year, and we had some nice – um, additions to the old line that's that's brought some good depth and ability and so we're we're excited for this season and and feel more confident in those guys a miracle happens and you're granted another year of eligibility at BYU how would you feel heading out onto the field how, how confident would you be leading this BYU offense man it'd be a lot of fun to play in this offense because I was a little bit of a runner and uh, uh, not the runner these two guys are but it would be a lot of fun to play in this offense and uh yeah, I can dream about that at night. <laughs> when do we retire Jaw Beck and Joe Beck? Never. Maybe Joe Beck. Never Jaw Beck. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Maybe Joe Beck. <laughs> Jason Beck with us. Great to have you on this coach. All right. Thanks, guys. You got it. Thanks, Jaw Beck. All right. You can. Dude, who are we, who are the Jaw Beck legend rolls on. He is well, the BYU quarterback coach. There? Dude, who are we? What was going on there? I don't know. I, don't I have no idea. On. We're getting some great stuff, by the way, from the uh, movie. <laughs> suggestion. We'll get to More that. that in later. We'll get to that in just in a, a minute. Does Jason seem overly freaked out about what happened on Friday night? He's a, no. He's always you know. He's even keel. Even keel. Definitely. Hey, yeah. He's he addressed it. Listen, we're not shying away from the fact that Taysom Hill had a uh, poor performance. It was disapp- He said it was disappointing. Oh yeah. 
in front. I mean, the fans show up to see a show, right? They did not see a show on offense. They want to see offense, let's be honest. The defense, it would stink to be a defensive player in fall camp when the public shows up. They don't care. Unless you picked the ball off, they don't care. Even then, they're going to be like, oh, who is the quarterback? They, there's always more attention on the offense. This is Brigham. It's offense-driven. Yes. And it, how long has it despite been that way? Since 74? Despite the emphasis from the head coach. The defense, congratulations to the BYU defense yes. for a great performance yes. on Friday night. Let us do that. We will give you that, that notoriety from the microphone. It's Yes. Def- yes. BYU needs a good defense. I think the biggest question mark of offense or defense this year is defense. You just have enough guys that aren't coming back. We, so asked, good Jason, to see them we asked Jason about Christian Stewart and the fact that he's had a great fall camp. And, and again, he didn't shy away from that. He said, yeah, Christian's been playing really well. What, do you want him to have a terrible one? And you we, want him all to have and, good ones. And he said, that's a really good thing. Yes, you want a formidable backup if, you know... And heaven forbid, Taysom Hill ever has to go out at some point this season. Like, I feel fully confident that BYU's offense can continue to run at a high level with Christian Stewart as the backup quarterback. Yes, Christian Stewart can run, too. I mean, Taysom's an elite. Like, uh, except for Keegan Reynolds at Navy, I think Taysom Hill's the best r- runner in the country. Reynolds had like 31 touchdowns on the ground last year. It was amazing. I know they run the ball all the time. <laughs> How much stock do you put into Taysom Hill's Friday performance? Let's go back to the Twitter machine. At Leif Peebler, I'm going to say no deal. Taysom has thrown the ball much better in other practices. This is true, and we have seen it with our own eyes. We'll see how he does against the University of Yukon. <laughs> yes. Uh, he didn't write that. I added oh, that. Oh, okay. Thank okay. You. Yes. At Tyler underscore King 40. Taysom has to be better, but I'm not too worried. If he can't complete a pass against Yukon, that's when I'll be worried. He'll complete a pass. He'll complete 20 of them. If Taysom Hill goes 60% against UConn, is that going to be enough? Here's a thought, by the way, for UConn. What if BYU just rushes the ball a lot? What if they rush for 300-plus and throw for 100 yards? You hold some of your passing cards away from Texas. You just see, like, if BYU can rush the ball as effective as last year against Connecticut, why use all the passing cards? So then uh, you want to practice it. I get it. But then Texas has nothing to go off of. Because guess what? Taysom completed nine passes last year against Texas. They don't know how well Taysom can throw the ball. They can watch other games, but I mean this year. Everything that we are hearing uh, leading up to this season is all about how teams are going to force Taysom Hill to beat them with his arm. Bring it on! Okay. Bring it on. He's ready. Utah State did that. So did Houston. How did that work out for the Aggies and the other Cougars? Okay? When he was forced to throw a lot, he performed admirably. Okay? Yeah, Wisconsin and Notre Dame could have had a little more from him. Certainly. In those games. But Wisconsin's defense was ridiculous. Yeah, they were good. They were really good. One of the best in the country. But that's where BYU wants to be, is in the top 25. And so when you play another team like that, when you have a showcase game and BYU really only has one, then the opportunity is there. you got to seize it. And then when there are other games that are li- become showcase games because of the TV and day situation, a la Central Florida and Boise State, then you need to take advantage. Taysom Hill will be played by Chris Evans in the <laughs> upcoming BYU football movie. Uh, <laughs> Jaron put out the challenge to all of you to send the in ice bucket ju- oh, no, the actors movie who would play different BYU football players. At Laser Sheep responding, Bronco Mendenhall. Kiefer Sutherland. Get me a chopper! <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Drop your weapon! 
<laughs> Jerem Jordan, Blues Clues guy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's accurate. That's fair. Uh, and How about Michael Sarah? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. I, I, we can go for that. Or the kid who is uh what I can't I don't know the actor's name, but have you ever seen Little Big League? Whenever I watched no. the movie Little Big League, it was made in like nineteen ninety four. And Ken Griffey Jr. is in that movie, by the way. Oh, I better see so it. So you then. should see yeah. it. Uh I think about Jerem Jordan. He, I saw the picture of you when you were twelve, and I'm like, that is the kid from Little Big League. That's oh awesome. my goodness. Why don't you finish that tweet from Laser Sheep? I don't Laser want to Sheep. finish it. Why Spencer, don't you finish it? At Laser Sheep finishes the tweet. Spencer Lynch should be played by Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> 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 ah, okay. Awesome. At Courteous Thug, Bilo would be played by Carlton Alfonso Ribeiro from Fresh Prince. That's perfect. Bilo is the uh, alter ego of Brian Logan. True story. I okay. have met Alfonso Ribeiro in a celebrity golf challenge. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. That's we, awesome. We sing. Keep together. those coming. Hashtag no, BYUSN. <laughs> Cougar Camp Access continues next with Michael Davis, a guy who might start at defensive back. We'll tell you why next. Do the Carlton, man. It's not on you. This is John Beck, and you are in BYU Sports Nation. Little Joe Beck reference right there. Love me some Joe it's Beck. It's the Joe Beck and Joe Beck show. We just heard from Joe Beck, BYU quarterbacks coach Jason Beck, who was the backup to Joe Beck, John Beck. Did you follow there, all that? There are two hills that are going to be quarterbacks this year, by the way. Yeah. Taysom Hill and McCoy Hill. I, I haven't confirmed this, but I think the plan is for McCoy Hill to go M Hill. Instead of T. And having Taysom go T Hill. <laughs> Ta, Ta Hill. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We are broadcasting in crystal clear, butamous radio vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. I'm smiling because I'm looking at some of the tweets coming in. Hashtag BYU sent for the movie stuff. Uh, it's fantastic. Keep it coming. Uh, the BYU Store. We're going to be there September 5th, Friday, uh, on remote, two-hour edition of the program, the day before BYU plays at Texas. Uh, so join us, if you're local, uh, in the BYU Store from noon to 2 Eastern time on BYU Sports Nation. We're pumped about it. Resetting today's trending topics, Taysom Hill as a backup quarterback? Just stop it. Okay, it's not going to happen. He had one bad practice. It was disappointing, and that in the I words of anyone, his coaches. I don't think anyone... Says make the switch. I think it's more like should Christian Stewart compete for the starting no. job or whatever. That's the angle. Should Christian Stewart push Taysom Hill to be better? Yes, that's what you want your backup quarterback to do. It's more about Taysom than Christian Stewart to me, honestly. More on the Harvey Unga story coming up. His wild ride back to the NFL and BYU and their place or non-place in the latest Associated Press poll. That's coming up on BYU Sports Nation right now. We're going back inside the lines. Cougar camp all access with a guy who was a defensive back and then a receiver and now a defensive back again, and he might start. Michael Davis, take it away. We are getting you ready for the BYU football season with insider access to fall camp. This is Cougar camp all access on BYU Sports Nation. Michael Davis, who has now switched again back to defensive back. And Nick Howell is very complimentary of you in the first scrimmage. Tonight you had another solid performance. How do you like your progression uh, now being a defensive back yet again? Uh, it's pretty good, you know. I'm learning because one of my boys, Robertson Daniel, he's teaching me how to do the press and everything, how to be patient. So I'm learning. Coach Howell's teaching me quite a lot. So I'm just progressing as we go along. Yeah, I saw Robertson working with you after practice. What? The, how long? How much longer after practice are you guys staying and working on those things? So usually we say about like maybe 10, 15 minutes, but it's like you should just work, like nonstop working, just no breaks. We just keep working, 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 working. So that. What's the key to being a good DB so far that you've learned? 
You know, just be patient, read your keys, read the quarterback, read the tackle, and then just do your assignments. Everybody knows you're fast. In fact, you might be the fastest guy on the team. What's the one thing you feel like you need to improve on the most to be that next-level defensive back? Uh, I guess I would have to say it would be my breaking. When you break a routes, like in the out routes, I just got to learn how to put my foot in the ground and just come up for the tackle. Coach Howell specifically mentioned your ability to tackle. Do you feel like you're a better open-field tackler yeah. now? Yeah, uh, totally often. Yeah, of course. What changed? How did that, how did that get better? Uh, I guess just uh, from a freshman year, we're just like, you know, I don't know, just maybe a little scared, you can say, because going into a college. and But now, now that I have like experience, now I'm able to just go with confidence and just full head of steam and just go on tackling people. You were thrown into the mix last year. What was that experience like in certain games? Like Notre Dame, you get to start, you know. Oh, that was uh, intense. It was pretty, I, was, I was pretty scared. I was, like, sweating a lot. My palms were sweaty. It was, I was all jittery. But then when it came down to it, I just performed well. Did you get comfortable at any point last year, or is that starting to happen now? I got comfortable last year, like I said, during the Notre Dame game. I, like, after halftime, I knew that I could be able to play with these big boys and everything, so then I just got everything was calm from there. Because of a game like that, do you feel like you can approach any game now and be like, well, I've, I've played at Notre Dame, I've started there. I, like, do you have that super confidence factor now? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. I do a little bit, but I'm just waiting for just the Texas game to see if I can, like, you know, yeah. perform at that, that level of football so that's the barometer for you texas will tell you how good you are yes yeah it is it really is for me yeah today uh as of today who in your opinion uh is the starting boundary and field corner uh, to be honest i don't know i don't have any comments on that just all the coaches and everything do you feel like you have a good chance to start some games this season uh, i'm pretty sure i do yeah obviously yeah of course coach Howell, i know that he uh he likes to be yeah. vocal and and uh but has he given you any leeway coming back uh, from wide receiver to defensive back, no. or is he, he all may, over he, you? He's all over me. <laughs> he's all over me. He's even more all over because he knows that I know the defense. So when he asks me questions like in the meetings and I forget or I answer it wrong, he's just he's always on my back, just pushing me forward, just helping me just to advance. Who is the fastest guy on the team? Oh, uh, you know, clearly me. You know, me. Who else is in the mix? Oh, uh, probably Robertson, Daniel, Devon, and. Uh, I'm pretty sure Trey Dye is up there, too. He's a little quick little sucker. Would Taysom fit into oh, yeah. that mix? Taysom another one. Yeah, he's pretty fast, yeah. Brian Logan has talked to us extensively about the swagoo, okay? <laughs> now, you've got pink cleats on now. and How much of the mindset of a defensive back goes with the swagoo and, like, and what you come out looking like? Is, is it all about style? You, you look good, you play good. That's the mentality. You look good, you play good. And that's, what, what else will you use to accessorize? Uh, like in the, on the field? Yeah, in the games. Oh, uh, like just like we use tape. Oh, I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, so like sometimes we'll like tape our wrist like up to here and just like write something on it. So they put tape just a full arm, like like the way that Jamal does. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like I saw Robertson Daniel one time, he taped his belt. It's just, you know, <laughs> we just have different techniques, different styles. Very good. Michael, congratulations on the success you've had in fall camp thus far. We'll look forward to seeing you on the field. Thank you. What I learned from that interview, Jerem, how you look is a clear relation to how you perform on the field. Not! <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, no, he's very confident. And guess what? He's a Division One corner. Like, we have seen him grow in fall camp. Last year, he was a Band-Aid, a fast guy you just throw out there, you know. Like, Devon Blackman, go play corner. That's essentially what happened. Luckily, Devon Blackman's not playing corner. But Michael Davis, I think, has a chance to be good. I think that he might start this year. Originally, we had Jordan Johnson, Trent Chamel. Who knows? I think Michael Davis starts some games at corner and at least gets 
significant time off the bench. When we asked Nick Howell about Michael Davis after the first open scrimmage, he hesitated for a second and said, Michael Davis is a really good dude. Like you could tell at that moment, it's like, okay, he's, he has won over Nick Howell. For him to have to transition from wide receiver to defensive back and then back to wide receiver in the spring and now back to defensive back again and to perform the way he has. I mean, his first practice back, he had an interception, and people were like, well, he knows the plays. Right. I would think that would play into it. But he's still one of the fastest guys on the field. And then Nick said, you have to have a guy that's that fast and athletic on the field. Yeah, here's what I like. So Rob Daniel is the kind of corner that you want at BYU. Six, two, or three, uh, thicker, not afraid. Like, physically, he's the guy. Davis is thinner than Daniel, but he's fast and tall. The ideal corner is fast and tall. Davis sort of fits that mold. I like it. Jordan Johnson a little shorter, but he is really sound in the way he plays. We'll see how he is off a knee. Uh, injury. Trent Trammell, a little shorter, similar to Jordan Johnson, but you have four guys that I think that you confide in. You trust, I trust those guys. At there court. is this trend now in the NFL, which is the stage of all stages in football, where NFL you want football. faster cornerbacks that are taller. It used to be 5'10 to 5'11 guys, you know, lockdown guys, and that's not to say that there aren't defensive backs that aren't shorter that are amazing, because there are. Like Brian Logan, I thought, was a good corner at BYU. And he was 5'7, yeah. but he did a really good job. Okay, Richard Sherman is now the new prototype NFL cornerback. 6'2", 6'3", fast, athletic, yaps, arrogant, okay, that can match up with guys like Michael Crabtree and can lock down guys like Calvin Johnson because he's closer to the height. Can we make a dread exception for BYU? Like on the defense, we could have like two guys that have dreads. Could we just like <laughs> talk to the honor code office and be like, is it all right if Michael Davis has dreads this year? Is that okay, like if he wanted them? Michael how, Davis might start. How awesome would that be if a dude had dreads at BYU? Oh. Like would, tattoos, like ne- previous to that. Next you're like, level. You're good. Juice Quezada came here, like had to cut the fro, all that, you know. Our Twitter question today, how much stock do you put into the Friday night performance of Taysom Hill? At Kali underscore 171. Absolutely no stock. Zero percent. It would be different if it were against UConn. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Okay, so we've seen... The majority of you now, having had the weekend to think about this, coming back to reason and rationale, thinking, okay, Much it's, prayer it's, and fasting. it's one practice. It was a public scrimmage, yes. It's on display for everyone to see, but it's one scrimmage. I also like for Michael Davis, by the way, fastest dudes on the team. He says, me, of course. And then he mentioned Rob Daniel, Devon Blackman, Trey Dye. Quick little sucker. <laughs> and Taysom Hill. I had to cue him on, like, oh, yeah, Taysom Hill. Was Jamal included in that at all? He didn't include Jamal. Oh, Michael Davis. Come on, man. All right. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, a ridiculous cornucopia of football awesomeness. We discuss it all next. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. The live coverage on BYU TV of actual sporting events begins in just over a week. Women's soccer is later this week. They start on the road. Their first home game will be live on BYU TV August 25th, 7.30 Eastern Time versus Washington State. We remind you to also download our podcast on iTunes, and you can subscribe to the RSS feed on BYUSportsNation.com. We've had the BYU football movie challenge out, and we have had a plethora. Yes, I said plethora. Do you even know what that means? I yeah, do. The best one came in. The best one. Okay. Neil McDonough. As Bronco Mendenhall. Many of you are like, who's Neil McDonough? He was in Captain America, 
He was in uh, Minority Report. He looks just like Bronco. He's in Walking Tall with The Rock. Okay. Forever, forever Str- Strong. Oh, Forever Strong. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he looks just like Bronco. At BYU Sports Nation, just juxtapose the two. That is the perfect fit. <laughs> we had Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Robert and I. We also had a Jack Black <laughs> submission for Dr. Robert and that I. That does not work at all, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Let's get Jared Hess on this, BYU grad who did Nacho Libre and Napoleon, Di- Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon. Yeah, yes. let's do this. The I have, I have, BYU football, the movie. There have been submissions for John Heater to play me as Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. Yes. And and Bradley Whitford, the guy, the crazy dude from Billy Madison. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you've got some good ones. And Macaulay Culkin. You're <laughs> Keep hit, them coming. All right. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I want to go jump off a cliff after this show. <laughs> now for the football. fun working with you, man. Yes. Now for the football cornucopia of goodness. What a weekend. Just within the BYU football headlines, not oh, yeah. only did we have an open scrimmage on Friday and tons of fodder there, but Harvey Unga leads us off. The one-time Chicago Bear, he never played in an actual NFL or game. Like he three-time Chicago Bear. He was Just taken like in, in, and in, out, yeah, in and out. He was taken in the supplemental draft in the seventh round. He was on the practice squad a couple of times. He was released by the team, had some injuries plaguing him, and he was wondering if he was ever going to get back to the NFL. Tried out with Carolina earlier in the summer. Didn't get picked up. Jacksonville has picked up Harvey Unga, but not after a crazy trip to get there on He's, Friday. So he had to take like a, a multiple connecting flight, and he was supposed to connect in Denver to, to get to Jacksonville, and there was this crazy thunderstorm, so they had to reroute him all the way to Colorado Springs, which is like an hour south if you're driving from Denver, which it's a good distance. Caught a red eye to Miami at 12.30 a.m. He missed his connecting flight to Jacksonville because of the delay. Got in at 5.30 a.m. and then got on a flight to Jacksonville that arrived at 8. His tryout began at 9 a.m. He shows up. He tries out. They sign him. He's going to play the Lions this week. You take a red-eye flight. You take a red-eye flight, and he said he was having serious anxiety during the whole thing. He's like, I just was like, kind of freaking praying, out. And reading an Enzyme article. Nice article by Jared Lloyd of the Daily Herald, oh, by the great way, about article. this. Yeah. Check it out. Um, so congrats to Harvey Unga. We're really happy for Harvey. So hopefully, hopefully he can make the roster. Make the 53. He's in, and they've already made some cuts, Jacksonville has. So he's, he's not part of a full 90-man roster like they've dwindled it a little bit yeah he wants to make the 53 at of least course. get on the practice squad you know just stay relevant get paid to play in the league could not be more excited for him That's and awesome. then how ironic you mentioned are is it that they're playing the lions on friday so a reunite uh, like a re- it's reunited with kyle, kyle van, van noy like and ziggy Ansa. harvey is running at him and van noy's like oh i missed him <laughs> like <laughs> dashes for 20 like oh my bad i have a guaranteed contract i'll, I'll look you up. I'll look up. <laughs> no austin collie uh, tweeted last night, just waiting for my number to be called. Still waiting. He's a free agent. BYU's uh, all-time leading receiver and, well, that's Hoffman, but former with Kali and Unga, sort of in the league. I'm hoping they get in. It's I'm a, hoping they it's plant It's a brutal business. It is. Man. <laughs> I mean, Austin Kali went from Multiple the top, concussions. played in the Super Bowl his rookie year with Peyton Manning as the quarterback in Indianapolis, some concussions, and had a good season with New England, did a good stinks job in the playoffs. Think, stinks to think about what would have happened if he had not had concussions. Man. Uh, recapping what else happened with the NFL Cougars, Vic Soto had a great preseason game, three tackles, a sack, and a forced fumble against the Bills. Vic has been on NFL rosters before, notably the Green Bay Packers. Okay, He was undrafted yeah. and made his way on. Daniel Sorensen keeps starting at safety. Eric Berry, they're starting. All pro that safety still good. out. Yeah. yeah, Daniel's in a really good place. Hebron Fangupo is playing. He had a solo tackle against the Bills as well with for the Steelers. Spencer Adley on special teams. 
Against the Lions. He was just signed, you know, yep. last week. With the Raiders. Dennis Pitta, catch for 16 yards against the Cowboys. And then uh, Hebron, or oh, did we get everybody? Kyle Van Noy, two solo tackles in the Lions game against the Raiders. So Kyle and Waiting Spencer were to able back. to see each other, yep. the Lions and Raiders. There's all sorts of connections going oh, yeah. on. That's really cool stuff. Now to the college football conversation. ESPN put on their blue goggles and named BYU the ninth most likely team to go undefeated. Then they followed that up by saying that they are one of five teams, the Cougars, to be the most, I guess, eligible bachelor to bust up the playoff. The playoff busters. Playoff spoiler? Yeah, whatever. Playoff spoiler? Well, yeah, all the, all the former like would-be spoilers are in those conferences. So, yeah. BYU one of one of five Cincinnati Marshall Central Florida and Utah State. If Marshall gets into the f- college football there's no playoff, way. there's no way. Stop right now. Stop. I know. Okay. There's no way. <laughs> I don't think there's any way that anyone outside the Power Five gets in this year. I'm I'm with you. At first, I I think I thought that maybe some non P fives would get in. No, heck no. Yeah, isn't it interesting that three of the five BYU plays. Uh, BYU could play. I mean, they play Central Florida. They play Utah State, and there's a good chance they could play, play Cincinnati, Cincinnati in the bowl game. Unless Cincinnati's in the playoff. Yeah. AP oh. Top 25, by the way, BYU received eight votes. 44th in that list. So they're ranked 44? Stop it. Jerem? Nope. Nope. The it's ranking, a Top 25 ranking. The ranking stop the 25. Fair enough. More on the Twitter machine. Cougars in the movies. And a loaded Cougar whip round after this. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. You know what time it is? It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Cougars in the NFL. Six different BYU former players saw the field over the weekend. Cody Hoffman and the Redskins play Jonathan Pigskin and the Browns tonight. Harvey Unga signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars on Saturday and will play his first game against Ziggy Ansah and Kyle Vannoy's Lions on Friday. Love it. Baseball. Former BYU Cougar Jacob Brugman hit nine home runs in a nine-game span between August 6th and 16th for the Stockton Ports, a minor league affiliate of the Oakland Athletics. Soccer. BYU's regular season opener is Friday at Cal State Fullerton. BYU's home opener is next Monday, the 25th, one week from today, live on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 7.30 Eastern Time. Women's soccer won the alumni game 7-2. to two. They're going undefeated. They're going undefeated. Hey, so far, so good, man. They look sharp. They actually do. How did they allow two goals to the alumni? <laughs> That's the real question. They have a freshman goalkeeper. Oh, okay. So there's going to be some, yeah. some time. Uh, you know well, we, we scored seven. You know what we didn't do? Countdown to Connecticut. Countdown to Connecticut. Get ready. 11 days. We are so close, man. It is next Week. BYU has a football game next week. I can't. I, 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 like, I might cry right now. I might. Seriously? Are you getting that emotional? I'm trying real hard. I'm not an actor, but I'm like pushing it out. Like really hard. <laughs> Speaking of actors, BYU football, the movie. Okay, we've had tons of really good submissions using the hashtag BYUSN. Uh, the best one, my favorite one thus far, comes from at McMinn5. Matthew McConaughey, because course, Matthew McConaughey has some, uh-huh. he's some, yeah. like he's, some people think he's attractive. Okay. So thank you. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, he also mentioned Michael Sarah for me. So I think that you won that battle. Yeah. That one. But you've won everything. Macaulay Culkin! At Alan Seawright. On uh, speaking of Neil McDonough, if you haven't looked him up, he yes. is he is Broncos doppelganger. Said side note: super cool guy. Organized daily lunch softball game for cast and crew during the shoot. Alan works forever in, strong, in, I in movie production. Yeah, forever to? strong. That's awesome. Yeah. That is that That's is cool. really cool. At Johnny H thirteen, this is Johnny Harleen. 
Jerem, he might be a little too buff, but I've always thought John Cena bears a strong <laughs> resemblance to Coach Mendenhall. And then, and then this ridiculous one just came in uh, at Austin Larson 03. Denzel Washington for Lavelle Edwards. <laughs> yeah, that fits exactly. Stop as, it. As uh, Froggy Fresh would say, Denzel Washington, best actor ever. Yes. YouTube that. At Divine 93 again. I would obviously see that movie. I'm sure Will Smith would play Jay Spock. That'd be Robert and I, Sylvester Stallone. And what, and what would Robert and I say about that? Yes. This is where we play That's the a complete miscalculation of what happened. That is correct. <laughs> we need to do the Rise and Shout, homie. Yes, we do. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. And it goes to Jacob Brugman. Crushing it. Nine home runs in a nine-game span in baseball is really difficult to pull off. I don't care what level you're playing at. And he has already been promoted to the – he went from Class A to Class A Advanced, I believe, and that is the Stockton team, which is uh, in California, an affiliate of the Oakland A's. Portsmouth. But he's doing work, man. I mean, nice he's, job. he's playing with some guys yeah. that are high-level draft picks and excelling. We need some good baseball players. BYU used to have major leaguers. We uh, BYU doesn't have any major leaguers. Jeremy Guthrie. Played at BYU, Stanford, uh, transferred to Stanford. He pitches for the Royals. That's the one guy that has BYU connections in the majors. Rick Aguilera, Wally Joyner, Corey Snyder, we used, Jack Morris. We used to have a bunch of guys in there. Well, Hanneman got drafted in the third round by the Chicago Cubs. You know, from what we hear from, uh, from the BYU baseball staff, he's, he's performing well, too. Let's keep it going, baby. Colton Mahoney was drafted. Hopefully he has an outstanding senior year when he, when he comes back and uh, gets drafted high. Had a no-hitter, and now he just needs a perfect game. No pressure. Hey, thanks to Jason Beck, Michael Davis, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Do you want to correct yourself on the Jason Beck thing? Did I, what did I say? You said Jason Beck. You want to go with John Beck? Beck? Thank you. I thought you were saying I said John. I was no. like, oh. The show on demand on BYUSportsNation.com. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Garth Fennigan. Oh, yeah. Oh, Garth. BYU Sports Nation back to work in Radio Vision tomorrow, noon Eastern.